Well, hello, and welcome to the Fisher Poetry Podcast, a showcase of prose, poetry, and song written and performed by those in the commercial fishing community, mostly. I'm your host, Brad. Thanks for joining us today. Today's episode is from the 2023 Fisher Poetry Gathering in Astoria, Oregon. You'll be hearing from Fisher Poet Kevin Scribner of Portland, Oregon, with introduction by MC Doug Rhodes. This set was recorded at the Liberty Theater on Saturday, February 25th, 2023. So, without further ado, here's the show. Okay, our next performer to close out this set is Kevin Scribner. Kevin began salmon fishing as a skiff man on a saner based in Bellingham. And then after a couple of turns trolling and trawling, he ended up with gill nets and set nets in Bristol Bay. This guy's been doing it all which transformed into a lifelong love affair with Bristol Bay. Kevin's Forever Wild Seafood Company develops value-added salmon products, including developing a Bristol Bay sockeye salmon jerky product in partnership with Eva's Wild. So please join me in welcoming Kevin Scribner. Well, just like Rob said, it's, I'm not used to being in uh, um, such a formal place, so I'll try to rise to the occasion. But first, um, I think we just look to each other and just, there's, there's some sources of joy. Um, we're here together, not remote, we're here together. So be joyous, folks, be joyous, yeah. So as I was saying to Rob, the last time he and I were on a stage together was 2019 in Portland on the other side of the, of the COVID. So in addition to my love affair with Bristol Bay, it's a love affair with salmon. Um, and you know, there's that adage is uh, you are what you eat. Um, well, if that's true, I've become salmon many times over. Um, and what I like to do when I, when I um, cook salmon, and wild, it's wild salmon, always, for friends who have not had salmon before, wild salmon before, is I say, you may be subject to fits of uncontrollable optimism and also do something wild because you are what you eat. So the optimism side of it is that just think about salmon. When they come back as adults after making the swimming rounds of, of out there in the ocean and they come back and nose up to that river and the big river, Nichiwana, the Columbia, a wall of water, they're going to their home. It could be 300 miles, it could be 50 miles, it could be 900 miles. They're going their way home on following the scent of their home. They stop eating when they hit the fresh water. So it's like they're swimming marathon after marathon after marathon without eating. Um, if we were presented with that, you know, we would probably say, oh my God, what am I gonna do? You know, you know am I gonna make it? They don't even question it. So it's like they have optimism and hope in their DNA. So tomorrow, Go over to Rob and Tiffany's shop, South Bay Wild. Go over there and have wild salmon. You better start making your reservations now because there's a lot of you. But yeah, and enjoy salmon. It's a wonderful gift. So um, I'm going to read a couple pieces that come from my time in Bristol Bay, which started in 1980. 
And uh, it, was, it was a revelation to me after a couple um, uh, fishing uh, adventures in uh, Puget Sound and off the coast, because it was a, an experience of just utter abundance. And two more bits of good news is the Biden administration has invoked the Clean Water Act to kill the pebble mine. So those of you, so that's, that's joyous. That is joyous. So as I've seen uh, last night, though, I, I gotta write this into my uh, next poem for next year, is that, is that what we need to do, though, is we need to get permanent protection. And so that's the next effort. Um, and it's like, I, it calls to mind uh, one of Hercules' labors. So Hercules had 12 labors. And one of them was to vanquish the hydra. And so the hydras, it was a difficult labor because every time Hercules cut one of the heads, six would appear. And that's like the capital behind mining. You stop one, you know, other, other will appear. So what, how Hercules figured it out is he got a buddy to come over there with a torch. And every time Hercules cut the head off, he put the torch on and cauterized the head to cut it. So we need to have permanent protection. So we're working on that. The other great news is Bristol Bay last summer had an all-time record run of fish. 77 million fish came back to Bristol Bay. So let's give a hand out to Bristol Bay. So this, this um, poem is called A Sea of Love on Alaska Airways. And this is, goes back to the early 80s when there were, as, as the poem will say, poem will say there, were, there were no cell phones, et cetera, and the local radio station played a really critical role in being able to keep people in connection. So a sea of love on Alaska Airways. The Bristol Bay Messenger Service, FM Public Radio, where teenage interns read streams of love letters out into an Alaska bush, bereft of phones, satellite dishes, even timely mail to pillow sweet intimacy deep into privacy. I love and miss you. Nothing to hide when we're in love, my dear. Alchemy of affection arcs into these words made public, radio-wide, anti-raising the simple I love and miss you, into a hum now among a fleet full of ears over airwaves. Hungry hearts nodding their own sighs from tossed sheet reveries of satin silk memories, saddled now in bunks throughout the bay. For millennia, did markets bundle, or no, did mariners bundle love in pouches tucked tenderly in hidden reaches beneath bunks? or in necklaced amulets, always swung heart close. Some say being a skipper saves marriages and makes families. With housebound pressures whistled away, gone with the outgoing tide. Refreshed joy and foreplay in the return. With a child or three conceived in time, with the moon-driven comings and goings. God damn, I love and miss you shouted around the bay and back. Again, I love and miss you. A summer season valentine as public as any crooner plucking heartstrings, start strings back in a city bar. 
brassy bold, this burst of unabashed affection. But what can ever embarrass a fisherman in love? I love and miss you, shared out loud, heart proud, with 10,000 shipmates, souls my witness. I love and miss you. So now I encourage you to turn to your seatmate, and if it's appropriate, say I love you. It's the Valentine month, so have at it. <laughs> yeah, there we go. There we go, all right, there we go. Okay, here's, here's another one from uh, the Bristol Bay. So in the early 80s, uh, starting in 1980, they opened up a, a herring fishing to go alongside the, um, um, the salmon fishing up in, uh, in Bristol Bay, and it was in one of the river systems called Togiak. And so when you go out there, you, you're, you're starting to get away from everything. And it's, it's really beautiful, but you're away from everything. So this one is called Big Rank Frank. Do we humans school up, wishing fishing company by nature? Big Frank, coffee cup skipper with rolls of blubber, coddling a ginormous, generous heart. Much too big of a man on a wee bow picker boat made for day-long nearshore dances on the foredeck. A too tiny cabin best made for tying up near town. Hey, the guys are going. Gotta go now, gotta go right now. The tide's running out. Scurry, dashing off in a hurry altogether. Most of us first timing to chase herring in a strange beyond the point waters. Gotta go, we gotta go. We gotta go now, we gotta stay together. Then there, wait, wait. Wait for a long month with few days of fishing made oh so much longer by that one just set of clothes and no boat showers in sight, Big Frank's duffel of clothes left docked behind when we dashed. When we gotta go, gotta go right now, gotta go together. We chased herring around more clicks and points along the west edge of Togiak Bay and even further to Good News Bay with the bad news of no more showers on tender boats. Big, rank, frank. <laughs> then those midnight anchor drills among a raft of boats hunkered behind bluffs, trying to hide from wind pushing 90 knots. Big Frank's bow picker peels off into a starboard darkness. Big man scurrying among gusts and a dance for life on a wee deck. A walrus and long johns, periodizing in too, too much wind. Hurry, scurry, now, gotta go, go now, gone. A bow cleaves back into the safe circle of boat light, steady, slowly, splitting the wind. Reset anchor, raft up again alongside companions, where being safe is a bit more than just seeming so. Ah, so no hurry now. Damage? Just another rip and tear in his Carhartts, wearing thin. Big rank Franks, big rank Franks, showing his growing splendor of bare, blubbery skin. He once marveled, did Big Frank, with a chuckle and occasional spit of chew juice. 
One year, these stubby, blunt, grease-nailed fingers made as much money as the varnished hands of a surgeon. Rest in peace, Big Frank. No study of omega-3s or sneaking kale in for tobacco could overcome your big body's daily drag on a heart born for a much smaller body. Hurry, scurry, gotta go. Such a good man gone now. So here's another um, um, story from coming back from the Togiak Herring fishing grounds at night. It's called, Will the Bottom Drop Out? Three decades before Siri, we wondered if fathometers would ever speak. With a siren's voice? No, not those honey voices who lured Greek sailors into shipwrecking rocks. No, no, she'd speak gently of avoidance. Please, gentlemen, take note. It's getting shallow. Consider another way. Oh my, the water's bottom is getting closer. Now, gents, gents, please take care. You're getting much, much too close. All's business when waves become trampolines. Keep the bows straight into water swelling before you. Move forward always for steerage, but don't rush into a bar where the water's dropped out. Just enough juice to not slip to the broadside, a wash in the trough. Then be sure to give a nanosecond of breath to the danger at your side, bowing low in honor of the millennia of fishermen lost, long lost before you. The four deck steering stations bear just the wheel and me, out there where there's no hearing the aft cabin captain, radio connected to the brother's boat leading the way. Me, at the wheel in rain gear with survival suits stowed, oh, how bloody frickin' convenient, back there beneath the bunks. Is this some sort of silly joke? A night drama of storm swells swelling higher then bumped even higher by everywhere shallows? Navigation instruments useless? Sirens, are you there among the rocks? Siri, Siri, which way do we frickin' go now? Sandbars everywhere, the fathometer useless, the bottom is all about. We rely upon the Loran in our buddy's boat. Charts in our minds screaming, scheming away ahead. Keep bow into waves. Bow low to those who've come before you. Don't plow into a, bow with, a bar with no water. Into sand too shiftless to claim a name on a chart. Remember always, take a bath, breath, bow low to danger. We made it, check. Seems another one of our nine lives used, gone. We'll laugh when tied up tonight, and then when back home, we'll reset the tally on just how many more lives we each have left to lose. Thank you.
so this is shifting back down to uh, um, to the Pacific Northwest, and uh, it's a really poignant uh, story about uh, Skipper Gary, uh, who I did a trolling uh, hook and line stint off the coast of uh, Washington in '77. And um, in it, we'll talk about navigation tools. And uh, for those of you who who fish, you know we get to we I think. Rob, we're having, you, you got a Loran C, right? You're working Loran C? Now GPS, okay, even better, better navigation, you know? So uh, Gary's boat had a Loran A, which was a World War II thing, where it was like an oscilloscope. So you were down to, you got a radio signal and you, you captured the radio signal and you got a wave and so you had to match it with your wave and then you got a coordinate. So you got one coordinate and you had to do that for the other coordinate. These days, it's just boom, 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 automatic. So navigating in the key of C. Is it a busted trip when empty holded, you just bring your crew back alive? Barometer sinking, seas rising. Ride it out or head bang it back to home harbor. Have you boat enough to endure time, distant swells, Gale force winds. Know your boat, know yourselves, know the seas. Be aware and beware the weather. And keep, keep, keep the hatch covers tied down. Believe as we did with every trip in the wave plowing wooden double ender made 60 years ago. Know where you are when the sea looks all the same. Compass, astrolab, Read the swells like Solomon Islanders. Loran A, electronic neon waves, dialing knobs to make a match in the bump grind pitch in an ocean that's forgotten your name, could care less for your loved ones. There, got one, coordinate, yes. Two's for true, true triangulation and a mark on the chart. Catching radio waves that never rest beacons for finding one's wave, if not oneself. That season, did you compose your death song before turning down salmon uh, and going farther from shore for albacore? Why? Why was your beautiful boat named Antigone the title of a Greek tragedy? Whatever did happen, you sang out one mayday with a batch of coordinates, able to match the Loran A waves before the silence of wave and water. The nearest boat cruised over, seeing nothing. Did you, in a nod to a local tribe's phrase for infinity, become a seabird and then fly into a bank of fog? Know the seas, know your boat, know yourselves. Thank you. Just one more. If, if we got to stop, it'll, it'll go quick. Okay. This one's called, because it's, it's a similar theme. So it's crossing the bar in gravy boats. So if you know what the phrase cross the bar means, it's, it's uh, the death song. So what does everyday chance of dying say about your way of living? Cross the bar, the dying phrase that flushes souls of mariners out of the watery world. Three scant words. 
the shortest of poems, the longest journey, cross the bar. And please save some last snippets of words for the obit. Bought the farm for those on shore. Each fishing trip shuffles its own tarot deck. Fortunes told, sold, some gone cold. But there's one sea-chilling card foretelling what few wish to hear. Cross the bar and save a last bit for the obit. My first ocean run was trawling for cod ends, over, over, overfilling and flowing with discards. The fish that fetch too little price for a place in the hold on ice don't waste space on the worthless, the adage back then. These fish, so many fish dying for nothing, crossed the bar. Back then, bycatch was not even in the logbook. Aboard the Hercules, that was the boat I was on, running seaward from Bellingham, outside on the half-step, where one nighttime gunnel slip would have me crying goodbye to all hands and holds. Fly unzipped, piss interruptus, rest of the crew on the other side of engine noise, blinded in an envelope of galley light, me out in the dark, peeing in that upright, relaxed pose of men, steady as she flows, with one hand loosely taking care of business, the other hanging tight onto a halyard. One year I once read, near half overboard drowning seemed to come while peeing. Bodies found with open flies. <laughs> Relax, exhale, shake, then shook overboard. Cross the bar. Save one last spit for the obit. These past years I've saw I have sobbed sayonara too many times to those crossing the bar into deeper water, each leaving me with a stretch of maydays. And here I am living on, feeling my main meal's already been had, leaving me with a life that's all gravy. Nearing my time for life and choices, I choose a menu of calculated risks, sailing with a steady helm, into new waters, strong of heart on my gravy boat, doing my best to make the world better. Grief has tidal waves and breaches in those levees that keep us bound or stuck on the straight and narrow. But Lordy, when love shows the way around the breakwater and open seas, drawing us close to but not yet crossing the bar, to see in the vastness of love that truly makes our lives, then a quick turn starboard toward the stars before backing around, full tanked with love that's so light we prance on water. Run with sails billowing life on the gravy boat when all, yes all, is grace. All is gift, all is grace notes in waves of gravy. Curaggio, courage. May we all be blessed with the courage to feel deeply to, to dine and wine again with our loved ones before we die. Once done, we'll then sail forth in our gravy boat when all is grace, all is gift, all a bonus. Courage, coraggio. Thank you. That was Fisher poet Kevin Scribner, recorded at the Liberty Theater in Astoria, Oregon, on Saturday, February 25th, 2023. Well, that's it. This one's in the tote. 
The Fisher Poetry Podcast is written and produced by Brad Wortman. The theme music for this episode is courtesy of Mark Allen Lovewell and Molly Canole. If you'd like to appear on or have comments about the show, please send an email to thefisherpoetryarchive at gmail.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe to haul the latest episodes into your net. The Fisher Poetry Podcast is available via our podcast host, Spotify, as well as Apple, Google, and Amazon. You can listen to our other podcast episodes, watch our YouTube videos, and join our community by going to thefisherpoetryarchive.com. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you on the next one. Come all young sailormen, listen to me. I'll sing you a song of the fish in the sea. Blow ye winds westerly, westerly blow. We're bound to the southern, so steady she goes. <laughs>